welcome back to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, we chat with small business owners where we discuss their perspectives, their journeys, their pieces of advice, and sometimes I'll do solo episodes to share what's been on my mind. Now with me today is Mark, the founder of The Artisan. They sell clothes that spread kindness and give back to the world. Specifically, they donate a portion of their proceeds back to the oceans through the organization Oceana. Now, I had a wonderful conversation with Mark. He really walked us through the artisan's journey from start to where they are now. And I think what they're doing is just spreading such a kind message, spreading kindness to the world. And you should definitely check out their clothing that they are selling and making. Now, before we hear from Mark, of course, I'd appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app and on Spotify. Helps others find us and it helps further promote the businesses that we feature on the podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the social medias. You can find us at Virtual Coffee Podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you are having a wonderful week and I hope you continue to have a wonderful week and I will chat with you all next week. Now let's hear from Mark. Welcome, Mark. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee today. Yes, and I actually have my iced coffee with me in honor of the podcast. Yay! I love when when folks come on brand. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's jump right into it, Mark. Would love for you to introduce yourself, introduce your business, The Artisan. Just get us started here. Tell us what you're about. So my name is Mark. I am the owner of The Artisan here in New Bedford, Massachusetts. We are a brand that makes clothes that make an impact. Our impact is basically whenever you purchase one of our products, we actually donate 10% of our profits to Save the Oceans. And the organization we decided to go through was Oceana. They're very globally known because they also not only support the U.S., but they support like, like everyone around the world. But my point of view f- for going through them was, although I want to start here in New Massachusetts and then eventually like saturate and like, create almost like a ripple effect and make waves that way but I also want to show people that even if you're small you can really change the world no matter what it's always the small little details that make a big show Mm -hmm. essentially like in the the back of my head so I was like oh I'll just go through like a big organization so I decided to go through them and then over time we're actually looking into creating collections that also donate to other causes so basically our signature whale tail is basically a reminder to people of what you're shopping for. So Mm -hmm. if you notice some of our t-shirts, most of our t-shirts always have our whale tail in the front. And that's just a show for branding, but also that's just how we started. New Bedford was known for whaling. So I kind of wanted to take the history of my small town and turn it to a positive. And same thing with making waves. To me, I think out of all ocean creatures, the biggest creature that I know is whales that creates big waves. So Mm -hmm. I was like, it made sense to me (laughs) and also I try to keep all my clothes very gender neutral very size positive so like we offer sizes small to triple x and we just want to be an inspiration to other people out there too like I know we're on a smaller scale right now but like my goal is to eventually make the world great (laughs) with my clothes at some point but that's a more 
of like a 20 year scale right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As of right now, I'm very grateful for what I've started and what I've cultivated and create almost like a community within the community because mm-hmm. um, I call all of our customers wave makers more as a sense that you're not only supporting a small business, but you're support- you're essentially giving to the cause of helping the world. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it also creates a ripple effect when someone looks at like if someone's wearing one of our shirts and their best friends are like, oh, my God, that's a cool shirt. Where'd you get it? then that's already almost like free marketing. It's like, oh my God, this is a small business that donates some of its profits to save the oceans. And it's a cute design. So obviously mm-hmm. like it'll just create like a ripple effect that way. So right. it, a lot of not meaning went into this brand, but like I didn't realize cr- creating this, that there was ways within waves. And then there's this uh, almost like a butterfly effect, I guess. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was just like a lot. And I'm very grateful for it for what I've done so far. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's excellent. And of course, love, love the mission you have here. And there are a lot of aspects I want to dive into. But first, why the ocean? Like, where did that start? Take me back to when you first had this idea, you know, kind of why did you hone in on that ocean besides that historic piece of where you grew up? So actually, I, the point of view when I thought of this was how do I make kindness cool? And I knew a lot of big brands out there, sometimes they like to donate to a cause and just slap their name on it. I yes. wanted to take that one step further. And not only are we donating to a, a very good organization, but also like we wanted to create our own waves. And then I was like, oh my God, the oceans, like already when you hear the news, like with like tsunamis and all that, like that's like a big way in a negative way. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I was like, but it was just like the thought behind it. I'm like, if the ocean can make waves, so can I. So my thought process was, let me create a brand that does that. And mm-hmm. not only that, I feel like as a planet, I feel like the oceans are very important to us. If anything, I feel like we can't survive without it. I'm not that I'm saying a very like knowledgeable when it comes to the oceans, but I live right near the coast so obviously I want to keep the beaches clean as much as possible because whenever I go out with my friends I'm like oh which beach mm-hmm. is like the less rockiest or the or like the more cleaner ones not to be crude but it also I want to enjoy my own experience personally so right, right. my part was let me see if I can create something out of not only our values which was to stay kind of make waves but also to the world and be that bridge between the customer and the world. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that explains too, because I was going to ask why like the clothing aspect or the clothing route. And I think what you described is creating something and that happens to be the clothing that then gives back, which right now is to the oceans, right? So mm-hmm. that explains how you kind of combined both of those things. That's really neat. And how did you get into like creating this clothing? I always find it so fascinating and Every guest always has just a an answer either of like, oh, yeah, I just like tried it. I just jumped into it, which is still so fascinating to me. Like, how do you come up with that, this idea and then just have clothing to sell? Like, how, what is the what are the steps there? What did you have to learn or did you have a background in that? Did you have experience with that? What was kind of that journey like from idea to now we have a website and we're selling clothing? Okay. <laughs> Chapter one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so during COVID, I think mm-hmm. after the first three months of 
being shut down, TikTok was also obviously big at the time, even before COVID, but it was starting to get utilized more and more. And I saw that a lot of small businesses were created. In high school, I went to a vocational school, so I took business okay. as a trade for the four years. So not saying I have the background like that, but when it comes to the technicality, I do. But I'm all, I tend to be creative in my head, but I've never like put it out on something physical like I always Mm -hmm. have these ideas and want to be creative and honestly this brand is more of my creative outlet from my outside world yeah yeah (laughs) and so during COVID I've seen I was seeing all these TikToks of all these small businesses starting through Etsy or even just through their own website by using a cricket machine so I was like you know what let me invest in a cricket let me start there and not saying I want to make money off it I just want to try it out and see Mm -hmm. if this was maybe something to jumpstart the creative aspect of me and maybe I can create stuff that can fulfill like I I felt like I needed a sense of fulfillment when it came to my creativity because I felt so bottled up being locked up at home not being not being able to do stuff with my friends so I was like let me just come up with some cool designs put them on some cups some bottles some tote bags and just start there and so I would take my iPad I would draw some designs and then for some reason I was like I'm in New Bedford. We're known for whaling and all this stuff. I'm like, let me try to do some ocean stuff, like some oh, okay, ocean, like some ocean cups or even bottles or like try to, or even just like pay homage to some small businesses here. So like I would, so I did like a collaboration with a small business here in in um, here in downtown, and they mm-hmm. they're actually like a bubble tea place. Oh, and cool. So I, was like, oh, I found these bottles online on Amazon, and I was like, what if we do a collaboration? I just like I just starting out, so I totally get it if you don't want to work with me. But I would love to do some bottles and sell them here, as in honor of you guys, but also like to jumpstart my business. Mm-hmm. And they were so honestly, they were so amazing with me, and they they hopped on it automatically. And it was actually in honor of Pride Month. I did a set of f- four single bottles, and I put their logos on the front. They were uh, milk carton bottles, so I kind of wanted to like play off of like summer was just starting and I wanted to be cute but also like being meaningful and Mm -hmm. obviously like I'm kind of an LGBTQ owned brand so but I don't like to not saying I don't want to promote that I just I would rather have my work speak for itself so I was like let's do something for pride I didn't donate any of the profits at the time because I wasn't thinking on a scale at the time I just wanted to start off and see where it could go and so I did these bottles. I kind of played like some dad jokes on them. So like I did <laughs> equality. So like the tea was actually T-E-A. So like yeah. that was one of them. What's the tea? Spill the tea. And I think I also did. Uh, what was the other one? I can't think of the other one. I want to <laughs> like it was something off the cuff that I wrote. Yeah. And I did that. And I did it in this holographic almost uh, like that Lisa Frank kind of style holographic on these mm-hmm. bottles so I was like oh my god this is perfect anyone can use them like it's not it, it was very gender fluid not saying that it played a factor but I want to make it meaningful when it came to pride but also make it meaningful to them so I did those bottles they sold out within a day I only wow. did, I think maybe 20 bottles so I only did five of each so I did 20 bottles total so and I didn't expect anything to come from that so automatically we, they sold out I think within within the two hours of them being open and so they reached out and they're like can you make more bottles and I was like 
okay, I'll do another round of bottles. But if this is like the impact that I got, I'm going to add a little bit more stock just so we're not selling out within a day and, and all that. So I think I did another round of, I did 40 bottles. I did double what I made that sold out within an hour. Wow. And so I was like, just to make things easier, just so I can project, not like, just so I can create more. So people have access to it. I was like, let me do a, like a pre-order form online through our Instagram and people can just put in an order of how many bottles of which design. And then I would make them here and deliver them there. And all people had to do was just pick up, like say their name, picking up some bottles. And then it also promoted their business too, because it was reusable bottles so they could put Mm -hmm. their tea inside. So I was like, it makes perfect sense. They make money. I make money. It was a win-win situation. And so we did that and I ended up making a total of, I want to say almost 200 bottles from that. Wow. Wow. And I had, and I felt I was very ambitious and <laughs> I, we launched them, I think, almost, I think it's going to be like a one year anniversary soon. Like, nice. and I, I think I had to do them within, I think within two weeks, 200 bottles within two weeks was very a lot. But then again, I'm just a very ambitious person. So I was like, mm-hmm. I can do it. I could do it <laughs> to the point where I like, I sacrificed a lot of sleep for it. And I still have to show up to work the next day. And <laughs> thankfully, my coworkers were like, just go home. Like, yeah, yeah, you need it. Like, we've seen the work that you've been doing lately. Like, just go home. You need it. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, I can survive. I can survive. Because right when I get home, I have to make more bottles anyway. <laughs> no, you, you could just go home. Just go home. So I'm like, perfect. So I yeah. went home and basically just pumped out 200 bottles of basically of not only spreading a good message, but also supporting us, like collaborating with a small business. So then that's how it started, uh, how it, it turned into clothes for that fall, that, um, that year, I was like, let me dabble in some t-shirts. So obviously I planned by the season. So like fall, I was like, Oh, let me do some like Halloween stuff, but not really Halloween. Mm-hmm. Kind of like an all season thing, but I ended up doing some actual merch for the brand. So I did like our logo, and then I did two shirts and a flannel. Of the flannel was Halloween, so I did like a Jason design, and I did a Scream bleached t shirt, and I did oh, nice. also a Sanderson bleached t shirt. So I did that, and I sold them for the events because we have a lot of small business events here where. Um, you can sign up and just set up a table in a tent. People will just come by and support you. And if they want to buy products, so I was like, it makes sense. Let me try it this way. And as I was creating these shirts, I'm like, I feel like I can make something out of this. And I felt like my creativity was underutilized in a sense. So I was like, let me create something. So winter, obviously I pumped out some winter shirts, nothing crazy, but I want to incorporate the whale tail. So I did like a mystery t-shirt for the holidays, including the mm-hmm. whale tail. So I put like Santa Claus in the background with the reindeer <laughs> and like some snowflakes coming down where the, with the whale tail. So I'm like, you know what? I think this is the route that I kind of want to go. So halfway into winter, I spoke with one of my brand ambassadors at the time. We recently gained another one, but at the time there was only one. Her name is mm-hmm. Lily. And I spoke with Lily and I was like, I want to make this a brand. I fu- like, I fully believe in this. And so we came up, we rebranded to just clothes. So I was like, let's do as a signature shirt designed for us is a pocket t-shirt. And then obviously with tie dye, it'll be with no pocket. It's just for the summer. 
but you can also wear it all year round but like if it's a pocket t-shirt it's mainly one of our shirts that you can wear all year round and you don't have to wear it for one day and like put it away and so I was like that should be the foundation and then eventually I was like I feel like we can take this brand a little bit further I was like since our values are say kind of make waves why don't we donate some of our proceeds to save the oceans we're way like we're the whale tail brand whales mm-hmm. are from the ocean so it kind of makes sense that way but also at the time I was like oh uh I found this organization I feel like they could really not saying use the money but like I feel like they've done such a big impact because they've done collaborations with other b- brands out there and I'm like hopefully we can collaborate with them one day when if we're up in that level <laughs> at the yeah. time so yeah it was like perfect let's do it like let's just go full force with it so I bought all these t-shirts. I des- did all of these designs on my iPad through Procreate. And we had a team meeting, her, her boyfriend and I, and we were going through each design. And she was like, nope, nope, that <laughs> one, that one. She's like, change the colors of that one. And let's do that one for spring. And so I'm like, perfect. So I pumped out all these shirts. And next thing you know, we la- we rebranded to... The artisan, the actual clothes that make an well at the time it was they kind of make waves, but we recently changed it to clothes that make an impact because mm-hmm. we knew we wanted to donate to other causes. Right, um, right. So we rebranded to the stay kind of make waves, the artisan brand with the whale tail. And people were like starting to realize us more. And they're like, Oh, the whale tail brand. Like they just associated us with the whale tail brand uh, here locally. And I'm like, Yep. And whenever I uh, people reached out. I was like, yep, we hand make everything. We design everything. We package everything. Like, although we buy we buy our shirts from the manufacturers, but we use organically U.S. grown cotton and actually ethically sourced cotton too. Uh, nice. So like, we want to be sustainable when it came to, because we wanted, we did a post one day uh, on Instagram where it was like, for Earth Day, we post stand up for what you stand on. And I was like, honestly, since we rebranded to shirts, I'm like, let me rebrand our packaging and let, let's rebrand that, the behind the scenes things. Mm-hmm. So I ditched all of my custom packaging that was bad for the earth. I switched to business cards that were recyclable and compostable. And same thing with our thank you notes. Like I changed that aspect. So now whenever you get a shirt from us, you get like a little, like a couple of cute stickers that we design. I think, you know, and it comes within this compostable packaging that you can reuse for other people, or you can just like compost them. Or like, if you want to throw them away, that's fine. They're recyclable, but they're not as bad. Like they're very good for the earth. Also the brand that I purchased, the compostable mailers, they actually plant a tree for each purchase that you buy from them. So I was like, I feel like I'm doing the world some good. I'm a brand that's doing some good and I'm supporting other brands that are doing some good. So I'm like, this is like, I just felt very destined in a sense if that makes sense yeah <laughs> and so yeah. and then now we're here now we're a, a lifestyle brand here on the south coast uh hopefully to take on the world one day <laughs> but, <laughs> but baby steps so our plan is to start here in massachusetts we've done some sprinkles in rhode island and hopefully we'll just make our way west and just yeah. spread kindness through not only our shirts but like when people wear them, I hope that our values come through with it. So when people wear our shirts, I hope they are staying kind within each other. So like doing random acts of kindness within your life or like just being 
kind to in general so um but that's just more of like a symbolic thing with the brand but I just want people to just when they wear the shirts they feel good that they don't have to feel like that we're a brand that is too feminine too masculine like we're a brand for everyone we're online so we're easy to access and not only that we promote authenticity at all times like if you don't feel like yourself then your point doesn't get across so Mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure that whoever wears our shirts or if anyone decides to purchase our shirts that they feel good in them and we really put in effort when it comes to the quality of the shirts too i want to make sure that our shirts are very versatile, whether it's colored, uh, like bright colors or not. But also when it comes down to the actual quality of the shirts, like the responses I've been getting, they're like, oh my God, these shirts are like perfect to sleep in. They're so soft. Like mm-hmm. I can wear them under a hoodie and they're not like, they don't make me hot. Or it's just like, I can wear them on my their own and just like wear them as a regular t-shirt or I can actually like layer them. And I'm like, that's the aesthetic that I want to go for. Mm-hmm. that lifestyle, casual like you can wear them down the street, you can wear them while you're doing groceries in your yoga pants, or like <laughs> when you're running errands, like it's just, our brain is very easygoing. And yeah. that's how we are as a team too. Like if you meet each of us individually, we're very easygoing and very carefree. Yeah, thank you so much for walking us through that whole journey there, because I always find it just so important to hear how people got to where they are. And you know, it sounds like you just started out, hey, let me try just making these cups and making stuff on my iPad and how that eventually evolved into the shirts. And now you're crafting the artisan brand and really honing in. It just really shows how you really started to converge into what the brand is now and how you're really Mm -hmm. honing in on it. Um, Because I think it can sound quite daunting even to look at, right? Like your brand and your website, like, wow, how... How did they get there? And of course, it's a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication. But to your point, like you said earlier, it is baby steps. Like you just have to start and try. And then you just slowly hone in on your craft and what you want to do with the brand. It's just that journey that that you take and you just the first step is starting. Right. And then it kind of goes from there. Like, obviously, this sounds a little cliche. It could get a little bit repetitive when people say just do it. Obviously, like, you have to dive in. And I had actually a conversation with someone, and they're like, I love how you, like, just started, and and you, they're like, do you have a degree in, when it's, like, graphic designing and all that? And I'm like, no, I'm in college for business, and I have, like, right. business background. I actually didn't think I would be owning a business, to be honest, when I was in high school, when I took the trade. I was just like, I'll be, like, an executive or something. Like, I'll, like, I'll own someone else's business. But mm-hmm. then when COVID hit, I kind of had, like, a self-discovery and within myself on a sense of like mental health and all that stuff so I was like you know what let me create something let me create almost like an entity at first and then make almost like an impact or like make a big splash here uh locally and then eventually take on the world like 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 if anything I kept telling myself over like since COVID happened I'm like the world is your oyster like if the Mm -hmm. world keeps opening and shutting back down again and opening back up like there almost any anything that's impossible is possible if that makes sense like and someone was like I love how you just did this without having any knowledge in graphic design because there are people out there who look down at people like that and I'm just like honestly anything can happen you get like not saying I'm a perfect designer when it comes to my stuff but like I do try to have a creative eye and I try to like look at things in a 
in a different way. Like I like traditionally, I like to go for the unexpected. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, when I launched my Pride collection recently, I was like, I don't want to do the traditional rainbow spiral. Like if anything, mm-hmm. I want to ta- do like a different take on rainbow tie dye. So I was like, let me do the crumple effect, but I don't want to make it too rainbow e, where like you can only wear it for the month of June and that's it. So yeah. So I wanted to like take that into consideration and same thing with like the detailing i want to keep it simple that you could wear it on its own you could wear it under a hoodie you could wear it under a, like a button down like a casual button down shirt and it matches with everything technically <laughs> like as much mm-hmm. as it's rainbow like you could wear it with jean shorts you could wear it with jeans you could wear it with black jeans like i try to keep it very versatile at all times and then obviously we'll have some like limited edition things here and there or like we'll do like different variations but essentially what we want to do is create a brand that is easy simple and effective and yeah just have in I try to break it down into three easy steps it's like first is doing your research and shopping small and responsibly obviously shopping small is a big thing like just you supporting a small business that's already a great thing that you're doing but if you're doing a little research a little bit more if you're doing for shopping small and responsibly you're you're going beyond the expectations of what people usually have. And then with the brand, it's like, yeah, we're, we're small and responsible. We are very charitable, but also we want to make sure that although we're promoting kindness, that we're also being kind too. So like mm-hmm. we like to collaborate with other small businesses. If anything, I prefer to go small than big just because there's other people out there that really want to jumpstart their passion and they have nowhere to start. And that's how I felt. And collaborating with that small business for the bottles, like, really created, like, almost, a, like, a memory for me. So, like, now when I see other brands start out here locally, I'm like, if you ever need anything, I'm here. I know I'm a clothing brand, but, like, if you need somewhere to start at least, or at least gain a presence, I can work with you or we can collaborate as brands, whether it's creating a product or creating content or something, like, just so you feel a part of the family almost here like as a local business but being online I feel like I have such more a less of a boundary if that makes sense like I mm-hmm. feel like I can I can create stuff more and almost push the envelope a little bit better than traditionally having a store and having that responsibility and all of that because I was like if I want to be online because I want to make sure everyone has access to us and that they can find us at either on social media or directly through our site but also like pay homage to our city here. But also I want to take that remix it to a minimalistic brand that is minimal, but the, de- the it's like the small details make it a bigger impact, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I love that. And I think you're really joining and creating and being involved in that small business community, right? Like you're not only, you're not just focused on, doing your thing. It's how can I also support others? I know what it was like to just start out. And I, I think that's beautiful. And I always hear how great, and I know firsthand how great the small business community is all over the country, right? All over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and those people just small business owners just love supporting each other and collaborating. And I just think that's wonderful. Um, what you're doing to give back to the community itself. And I actually make all the products too. So like it's right. a little bit even more special because you're getting a product 
that you're representing the artisan, but you're actually getting a product made by the artisan himself. Yeah. Yep. So, like, I kind of wanted to create, like, almost, like, a mystery persona, like, almost, like, a, how pop artists create, like, a pre-persona. So, like, Sia. Mm-hmm. So, like, yep. no yep. one knew what she looked like, but she was such a great singer. And then eventually, over time, the press, like, showed who she was. But, like, mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to create that similar effect in the small business community because I feel like that hasn't been done before. And same thing right. here locally. I want to create something unique because growing up, I've never heard of, small businesses that are doing what I'm doing so mm-hmm. I was like, let me take this into a different light and almost create like a unique presence here and just obviously it'll take time and patience I get that I mean it took a long time to get where I'm at right now so I can't imagine like what it's going to be like in the next couple of months or years of uh, the artisan like if I started from where I started to now I I feel like I can conquer anything and also to not lose that, not passion, but like the drive either. Like I said, this is my creative outlet and I want to make sure that we're being authentic at all times, but also we're also not in a rush to put out new designs. If anything, like I would rather hold back on something if I don't feel like it is us, if that makes sense. Like I would rather make sure it is genuinely what we want to portray over than just to make the money. Obviously, like, I'm going to launch a new collection today. I don't know what time yet. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we are, like, this has been pre-planned since, like, when we first rebranded for this collection. So, like, mm. this was very intentional. This is what we wanted to do. But, like, I wanted like, dabble into other wildlife organizations and maybe introduce some new animals to the brand just for, the, just for that little bit and then maybe even bring them back the next year and just, like, keep growing that way and just do different designs but also create like all year designs too so like I have so many ideas and so many like ways to take this that I'm just so excited to like try them out and then see where it goes because I like to do things without expectations Mm -hmm. yeah just experiment with it and see what happens exactly yeah yeah that's awesome that was interesting too what you said about that personality piece because I find that a lot of small businesses or folks just starting out, a big piece of the social media aspect is putting like your own face out there, your own personality out there. And clearly pieces of who you are are reflected in the artisan, in the brand itself. Do you find that easy, difficult to navigate, kind of taking that more of the approach of almost putting the emphasis on the brand, the clothing, rather than the creator or the team behind it, if that makes sense? I mean, so like... When I got onto the brand ambassador train, I wanted to re, like almost, t- t- like traditionally when I think of brand ambassadors, they're basically influencers where they're right. just getting free stuff and they're just promote the brand. I want to take that and do a little twist where I want to start off with local ambassadors first because I knew I want to saturate here and then eventually move over to like other states or even just other cities within Massachusetts and grow from different areas and then meet in the middle and then move over to the next state and do the same thing so I want to take the brand ambassador role and take it to a point where where we're just starting out so like I want your point of view but also I want your influence for the brand but also an influence to people to join our brand so Mm -hmm. um, so that's why with Lily and now Haley before we even touch new designs or even if I'm creating new designs we all meet as a team. I sh- I present the designs to them. And I'm like, 
this is the intention behind like this is like for example i'm like let's do like a jungle collection and do like a almost like a little bit of palm tree a little bit of cheetah like just like this is just an example so like i'll present those designs and we'll go through process of elimination or if they all get denied i'll just go back to the drawing board and and like almost reset myself just because i feel like as humans i think we tend to like take that as a negative where you just like the denial the the denial itself can be a little Mm -hmm. bit overwhelming so what i'll do is if any of my designs get either sidetracked or or even just like not denied i don't want to say deny like that like they're like oh you can do better essentially like i know your potential uh so i tend to like just put it all away recharge i'll usually take a day off and not like from everything and i'm like you know what let me just make sure that i'm okay with myself and that i'm being kind to myself and just giving Mm -hmm. myself that respect that it's not personal it's just maybe i just need fresh eyes or even just inspiration and maybe i can even like create something better so with that role i wanted to make sure that they had almost like a say in the brand because i know we're small but I want them to feel like they're a part of it, but also advocate for us at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I want to take that in that light and do a little twist on it. And then obviously we're looking for, well, our intention is to find other people who want to join the brand on the outside where it's like, well, I want to support, I want to support your stuff and just like show people around in my area. We're looking for that kind of people too, where it's just like the basic influencer. But obviously that comes with time. Right now, I've just been asking my friends. I'm like, hey, Mm -hmm. would you be okay with just, like, uh, that are, like, moved away for college? I'm like, hey, would you mind, like, exploring this around your campus and just, like, spread word for me? Because essentially, it does, with marketing, it is word of mouth. Like, hey, did you check out the artisan? It's like, oh, who's that? And then it's, like, already a free marketing right there. And so I was asking a couple of my friends, like, yeah, of course, just send me a couple of shirts. And if not, I'll do, like, almost like a little presentation for you. I'm like, okay that's fine. Or even just promoting on their social media. So that's how we've been starting out with like influencing a little bit, but as the brand ambassadors, like their job automatically is to promote the brand and they have, but also like, I want to make sure that they feel like they're a part of the artisan family too. And that I try to keep an, like, if anything, my goal is to keep an open forum for everyone. So like, Mm -hmm. so if you ever, I've had someone join in on my meeting one day with my team who's now a part of my team now. Um, so he was like, I love how you kept everything open. Like everyone can speak their mind. Everyone can just like give their opinions or even just like give their influence. And then, and that it was very appreciated and very mm-hmm. heard. And I'm like, that, that's what the energy I want to keep within the brand when it comes to the team side, because it will reflect on the clothes and the customer's perspective. So I told them, I'm like, that's what I try to keep if anything, and also for promoting to stay kind, I want to stay kind within the brand too. I want to make sure everyone knows what's going on, what upcoming events, what upcoming opportunities are coming to us and just to keep them in the know, but also at the same time that we are a family mm-hmm. <laughs> and that we're mm-hmm. all friends here at the end of the day. So I want to make sure that I take care of them that way, but also that they feel heard and seen too. Yeah, that's excellent. It's it sounds like a very safe and positive open culture that you're building like you said not only externally with what the brand is but also internally with your own team and just reflects your overall mission of spreading kindness and and 
just creating a safe space. Yeah, I love that. I love when brand owners and business owners are intentional with their mission in every aspect of the business, right? Internally, externally, et cetera. So that clearly, mm-hmm. clearly shows with what you're doing, which is excellent. Yeah, that's right. It. and if anything like if I could give advice to some people who Mm -hmm. want to start a brand like honestly patience is key like you just can't start a brand and then expect 10 million dollars worth of sale like I'm just or exaggerating a little bit like you just can't expect 10 million followers on Instagram you can't expect 10 million dollars worth of profits like that's just you just have to face that reality of you're gonna start with nothing but you can always make something out of nothing I think that's just Mm -hmm. Like, I think I've came now, right now, I feel like I'm in that mentality where you have to make it work, but also seeing how I started to where I am now, it's like, you can make something out of nothing. You can make something impossible possible. It all starts with an idea, obviously, but you can turn that idea to a reality. You just have to obviously believe in yourself. Essentially, at the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself when it comes to creating this kind of stuff or creating a brand or even just starting small like very like like etsy like you just have to believe in yourself and believe in your products but also to make sure that you're okay too like Mm -hmm. i want you to like i if i could preach that to people it's like make sure that this is something you really want to do and not just to make a quick buck off of it because i know a lot of people can do that but at the end of the day it it doesn't get fulfilling like if like it fulfills other needs but doesn't fulfill your internal needs and as i was developing this brand i'm like with every little step that I made, I'm like, will this bring me joy or will this fulfill what I'm trying to accomplish or even just to get the point across? And if it doesn't, I just either put it to bed or I put it to the side and I'll touch it another day or like I'll revamp it later on and create a whole collection out of it. Because like in the beginning when we did rebrand, I was like, oh, we should do like an elephant collection. We should do an Arctic uh, collection. We should do turtles. We should do this. We should do that. And then Obviously, you need to edit yourself. <laughs> I think that's a yeah. big key. But at least with my team, they were very kind enough to just like be like I tell them, if you don't like something, tell me because then I tend to go off of your opinion. And then or if not, I use your influence. I, I use you as an influence and it, it can just get misread. And so luckily, they're OK. Not, like they've been OK with denying designs, obviously, for the time that right. we've been around. But. I, that was one thing I wanted to say in the beginning. I was like, if you don't like something or if you don't like how it looks or even just our web, whether it's our website, our Instagram, our Facebook page, or even just like the quality of the shirts, tell me now. Because once I start making shirts, I can't look back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I, t- I, I give that disclaimer to them. And I'm just so grateful for my team, honestly. Like, yeah, as much as like we're all spread out with our schedules, like at the end of the day, when it comes as a brand, like, they really do believe in this and they're if not there's like they're invested in this but if not they're like fully invested sometimes when it comes to certain things because like i'll be like oh let's touch hats like when i did when i did launch my hats i'm like oh i want to do a dad hat and they're like they all hopped on the idea they're like let's do this color this color this color i'm like let's just start off with one and mm-hmm. work up. <laughs> yeah um, so they they were so fully supportive of that and then even with just any design that I make they, they that like are fully on shirts they're like I don't put designs on shirts without their approval if that makes sense mm-hmm. too I know it kind of sounds contradictory but like I want to make sure it's what other people want too because yeah. I don't want to put stuff out there and then 
obviously not make the money, but I want to make sure it's good stuff too. So I obviously need their influence too, but honestly, I'm just so grateful for them. They've been, obviously it's been a crazy ride since the beginning, like, especially with Lily, like she's, she's been there since the beginning. So she knows Mm -hmm. how far we've come. And even with some of our designs, like I've actually backtracked to some old, old designs of when we started and I'm like, let me see how I can make it better. And I sent her like the 2.0 version of things. And she's like, oh my God, how did you manage that? <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, I really don't know. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, you stepped it up. And I'm like, now I feel like I'm like, I'm like, at the time, I felt like we had some boundaries. Whereas like now I just threw that nervous mentality out. And I'm like, mm, let's just go mm-hmm. full force. Like, what do we have left to lose, honestly? And that's also a mentality I want to like preach people sometimes. It's like, it's okay to have that mentality where it's like, what do I have left to lose? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it is you like being showcased, but also shows the world itself how creative you are or how ambitious you are. So like, if one person doesn't like it, that's okay. But there's going to be a whole other people that will like it mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So I was telling that to Lay. I'm like, I don't know why I had the mentality at first. Like, I feel like we should have just went full for- full force in the beginning. But obviously with baby steps, patience, that is what br- that's what's brought us here and I don't regret it <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I just if anything my plan now for the next couple months is just obviously to promote more of the brand but take it to a new take it to an elevated level that I haven't seen myself go before if that makes mm-hmm. sense like I want to find other like I've been doing some research with other big brands out there and and like take hints of what they do and try to incorporate it within our brand because when I did start off, it was very for New Bedford only. And I was like, no, I want access, I want the world to have some of these shirts. So like I scrapped off I scraped off the the name of New Bedford in Massachusetts off of our shirts and just kept it the whale tail and our logo. So I'm like, I feel like this is perfect to start out. And if anything, I'm happy with that decision because not saying I've seen like a great impact from it. I just feel like Anyone can have it now. They don't have to feel like they have to be from New Bedford to wear our shirts now. Yeah. And yep. If anything, it just shows our values more than it is the actual like business side of things, if that makes sense. Like it's not, oh, they're from New Bedford, they're just trying to make money. It's like, no, that's our roots. That's where we started. If anything, we want to promote like being kind and, and making waves and just like be an inspiration like Mm -hmm. if anything I want my brand to be almost like a blueprint for my town so if someone wants to do what I'm doing or if or even just to create another New Bedford brand they can just go off of what I've been doing and hopefully that can just be like a template and if anything they might even elevate it more than what I can (laughs) at the at this moment but that's but that's my that's my intention with the brand right now is just to keep growing saturate myself here but I'll, but eventually I do want to take on the world. Like that's my yeah. end goal is the world. Yeah. And kind of speaking of that, you know, future state and scaling currently, are you able to ship the, your clothing? Um, if so, where, and if not, is it just local to where you are now? So we actually ship all over the U S. Okay, um, perfect. So anyone can, like I said, anyone can have access to us. We ship to all States. We don't ship it to anywhere else right now. Okay. Just yep. because of like, like we can't ship to Canada. We can't ship to, not that we can't. It's just, we want to start here in the U S and then see how it does. And then eventually mm-hmm. do like, 
if anything, if I have to scale it out to like countries, I'm like, eventually I do want to do Canada <laughs> and then make our way down to South America and like welcome other countries. But for now, US only. And that's just because we're really small too. Um, yeah. But I do have a lot of belief in my brain where we will take the world on head on, but we're baby steps, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's our intention is to just saturate all over the US and just make sure people know us, but also feel good in our shirts. Yeah. Because when I do take my product shots on our website, all of our shots are genuine. Like they're not forced. Like I, I feel like those product shots where brands do like editorial kind of aesthetic, I feel like that's just so forced and and almost like I don't feel that genuine presence of the actual brand itself. So that was one thing I want to tell everyone on the team. I'm like, when we do our shots or photo shoots or even just like, if, if it's like such a beautiful day near the beach and we want to just meet up and take sh- photos, I want to make it as fun as possible. So, yeah. and even like as a brand right now, I want to, we've done, we've done like a zoo trip recently in Rhode Island and I was like, I want to take, I, I was like, I want to take you guys out to the zoo. A, I haven't gone to the zoo in a long time. Like during the day, I've only done like night events over there. So I'm like, I want to do something during the day. We can promote our shirts and just wear them around, but also do like some fun shoots, but also like meet some of the animals too. And then just do That's like little cool. trips like that, little road trips. And yeah. just not only promote the brand, but like having fun as a team together. Cause mm-hmm. I really do cherish them a lot. And I want to make sure that they're having fun as much as I'm having fun creating the designs. So like, I want to make sure that they're having fun sporting the brand. (laughs) Yeah, that's neat. I like that idea. That's cute. Like a zoo trip. I I really like that. (laughs) That's awesome. And yeah, Mark, so you've been, you know, describing your journey and accomplishments along the way. And the last question I end all my episodes with is just in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? And it can be related to the artisan or maybe on a completely separate topic. Just kind of that first thing that comes to mind when I ask you what your proudest accomplishment is so far. Um, ooh. <laughs> it's a hard one. I know. <laughs> Honestly, I think my proudest accomplishment is creating the team that I have today. And yeah. if anything, they've also helped. They they were a key role in... Um, I recently reached out to a really big brand, like on a really big level of Four Oceans. Mm-hmm. And I did not expect to get a response, to be honest, because like I felt spontaneous that day. And I was like, let me reach out to them recently. I was like, let me reach out to them and see how they feel with working with us or partnering with us. Or if not, if we can be a part of their brand and like helps protect the ocean. So I reached out to them through Instagram, through their DMs, and they responded so quickly. They were so welcoming with us. If anything, they love what we do and spreading awareness when it comes to the oceans so Mm -hmm. I'm just like I couldn't have done that without my teams like they they pushed me to send that message so like that was a proud moment but like overall as a brand I'm very proud to even just have them because I know some people wish to have a team or they want to start a team and they don't know who to have on them and I'm just so grateful for where I've started to where I've come with the team that I have (laughs) No, that's excellent. I I love that response. And yeah, it's just so clear that you care about the brand, the clothing that you put out, but also the team behind it. Um, And I think that makes just such a beautiful, high performing team and and brand. And I'm looking forward to seeing how you guys grow and scale over the years. That's excellent. 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for sharing your story on virtual coffee and chatting with us today. And before we sign off, where can people find you and the artisan social media is your website, shout everything out. Of course, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram right now at the artisan NB. If you want to check out our site, it's www.theartisannb.com. There you can find everything that you need to know about the brand, our shop there too. And then if you if any of your listeners want to even just contribute to the brand, whether it's even just sporting our stuff or even if they want to purchase something, you're not only helping us, you're helping the world. And if you do end up buying one of our products, make sure you tag us with hashtag WaveMaker and also tag us on Instagram and Facebook so we can find you. But obviously, please buy from us uh, more on that scale of just you're not only helping a small business, you're helping the world, but mm-hmm. also spreading our business out there because we are here to stay. That's my goal is I'm here to stay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, that's that's excellent. And I hope everyone checks out you and the artisan. And again, thank you so much, Mark, for being on Virtual Coffee today. Of course. No, thank you for having me. 